God Church said. Amen. Amen. We are really kind of wrapping up on a three-part series. The three-part series that we're, we're dealing with is, um, is, is dealing with the whole idea of, get this straight here. We're dealing with the three things that are essential that each parent should teach the child. Each one of us should have the three basics in our lives. If we have these three basics in our lives, you'll never go wrong. My, my prayer is that you hear what I say. One of the things that we talked about was uh, the whole idea is that God is good. If, it, if we ever get that down in our souls, nothing can ever shake us. That will never steal our praise. When things are great, we say God is good. When things go wrong, we say God is good. Every time, regardless of what it is, we can still say God is good. And when we have that type of attitude, then the thing that, remember he says, you should know the truth and the truth will set you free, you become free. How is it that an individual becomes free at that point? A person becomes free at that point because their focus is solely on the Lord. The next thing was not only that God is good, and so so God is good, praise him. The next circle is God is light. Therefore, that's why God wants us to walk in the light. If we walk in the light, we'll never stumble or fall. If we walk in the light, we'll never, we'll never stumble. We'll, there's growth in our life as a result of it. So we come down to the next factor as we uh, move forward this morning. The next factor as we move forward this morning, we, we talked about the factor of, of course, we have God's good part three. And as we move to that, we, we've, we've covered 1 John 4, 8 and 1 John 4, 16. Uh, we'll read that. But we also have... First Corinthians, and that will be our basis for this morning. And so, as we talk about the fact that God is love, which means what? If God is love, and we know God, we are to walk in love, and we are identified with God by our love. We know that we're passed from death into life because we what? Love the brethren. Love the brethren. 
So when it says God is love, this is this more than just, quote, theology 101 or whatever the case may be. It's a whole idea. This nails it down. God is love. And if I say I know the Lord, then when I look in the mirror, I should see the love of God, not only around me, but in me or growing in me. So as we look at this, then anyone who does not love does not know God. Because God is love. So we have come to know and to believe that love that God, the love that God has for us, God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God. And God what? See how love now becomes a main issue? Okay. So then that love is very important. The next thing, let's read together. If anyone says, I love God. And hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has not seen, cannot love God, who he has not, yeah, the brother that he has seen, but cannot love God, whom he has not seen. I think that is so important. So then, when it comes down to believers, we cannot afford to hate. Okay. Now you can you can. Uh, uh, you can hate grits, you know. Uh, you can hate different type of foods. And God says, go ahead and hate that. You can even hate the weather. God says, go ahead. I have no problem. You have not sinned. You can hate the weather. But when you start hating a person that God had created, who's fearfully and wonderfully made, God said, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you didn't hate that person. <laughs> not, not if you say you belong to me. Say, you are not to hate that person. And if you, if you say that, then you know what? That person has, uh, cannot love God whom he has not seen. So let's take care of all the hate groups. So far, we looked in the fact, uh, and looked uh, at the fact that God is good and looking at the goodness uh, established for our thoughts and actions with the uh, attitude of thanksgiving, honor, and praise, and, and regardless of our circumstances. Next, we look at the fact that God is light, which demands that we walk worthy of our calling in his marvelous light, being guided by the Holy Spirit. Our final observation of this uh, trilogy is the fact that God is love. You get these three circles together because, you see, this God as love affects a lot of things. Listen very carefully, parents. Depending on how you love God, it's going to how you, you affect the next generation. Because it affects how you act, it affects your attitude, and your children mark the parents. We are, let's just say they are, we are one generation away from forgetting God. So, so can, you, can you imagine then folks, folks who, quote, go to church, folks who sing in choirs and all of these other things, they go through, all of the re, re, go through all of these things and never have gotten to love God. And they have never taught their children to love. And some of the biggest fights are in the church. 
You, you think I'm, I'm joking? Go on YouTube. Just fights, just, just type up fights in the church. You know, I accidentally said, what in the world is going on here? I, so I, I don't, I, I just saw, I don't go, I don't look at all that stuff. It's just, you know, probably my brother, most of the things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely. But I, I said, this is ridiculous. Deacons, and I mean, just, this, I mean, police and everything else. And, and this was the church, and the world is watching this. And you telling me to come to your what? Because you have a good choir and good music that you can snap your hand without changing your heart? I can do that better out in the world without getting hurt. And here a person who have, have not been shot all their lives and walk up in the church and get shot in the church by a deacon. Well, that's another subject. Question. Is my life, relationships, parenting, church, and association telling the truth about God, who God is? Read, let's read that together. I want us to sink in. Ready? Is my life, relationships, parenting, church, and association telling the truth about who God is? Am I, am I lying to folks? Really? You know when Jesus Christ said, they said, Lord, didn't we do this and didn't we do that? And you know what Jesus said? I never knew you. I never knew you. Oh, you think that doing something made you like me? He says, I never knew you. You never reflected who I am. You never reflected goodness. You never walked in the light. You never understood what love is. And you're going to try to identify with me? Excuse me? Clarifying our thoughts for this morning, outline. There are three major things we need to hear, understand, and apply this morning. Embrace the concept. Engage in the process. Endeavor to stay the course. These are the three. Embrace the concept. Engage in the process and endeavor to stay the course. So we go now then into um, 1 Corinthians 13. That's where we are embracing the concept. In verse 1 to 3, and it says, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels but have not love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prof uh, prophetic powers and understanding and, and mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I'm what? Nothing. If I give away all I have and if I deliver up my body to be burned but have not love, I... See, you keep coming up with nothing, right? Eh? So a person be telling the truth, say, you're, not, you're a good-for-nothing person, okay? <laughs> Paul made a personal list of five important things in order to emphasize a serious approach to a believer's mindset. Paul drew attention to himself. That's why he said, if I. He didn't, he didn't, did you notice he didn't say, if you. He said, if I. You see? So then it's, it's not a hypothetical. He said, if I. So they said, I want you to look at me in this situation. He said, now watch this. He says, 
diverse tongues, the mastery of words and languages. Paul had all of these languages that he could quote. I mean, he, he, he was very fluent. He said, I can speak all of these tongues. He said, but listen, if I can speak all of these tongues, don't mean a thing if I do not have love. There are some folks who are saying if you speak in tongues, you're not saved until you speak in tongues. Paul is saying you can speak in tongues and still go to the lake of fire. Because out of it, you don't even have the love of God. The next thing he said, prophecies, insight and foresight. He says, if, when it comes down to prophecies, if I, if I know all things, if I can predict all things, boy, if I had that, but I don't have love, I'm nothing. He goes on and says, faith, unshakable belief, trust, and peace in God. Oh, go to that person. That person really trusts. That, oh, that person always has peace. Oh, man, I know a person that really is like that. He's, he's really a nice person, the Lord says, but there's only one problem. Don't love me. You remember the church of Ephesus? Remember the Lord says, I know, I know thy works. He said, you guys are doing a bang-up job. But I have a problem. Out of all that you're doing, recognizing the people, all of the crooks and everything else, my problem is not what you're doing on the outside. It's what decaying on the inside. He said, you don't love me like you used to. He said, so therefore, if you don't straighten up the inside, I'm going to punch out your lights. I'm just trying to make it modern day uh, fan translation. I'm going to cut your lights out. You will not be that light on the hill. You will not be that church with a big name. Do you think that all that you have make you important? I'm the one who makes you important. And I'll cut the lights out. Giving. Unselfish sharing with others. He says, if I give unselfishly and sharing with others, if I come a, 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 a philanthropist, if I, I just give, I'm just, I'm just a giving heart. If I possess all of those things and still not have love, I'm what? Nothing. Then one person said, oh, I know. I'll go for a cause. I'll die for Jesus. If I give my body to be burned, a willingness to die for the cause, if I did all of that, if I did all five of those things, die, go before the Lord, and the Lord says, I never knew you. Why? Because in the process of all of this, you left me out of the whole picture. It was about what you're all about. You know, we could spend a lot of time on this, like, like faith healing, whatever the case may be. And, and they, they had to get the uh, auditorium or coliseums even to get folks in. And they're going to heal this person and heal that person. Because this person is the one who has the word of, of, of faith and, uh, and, a, and, a, and, a, and healing and all that. Oh, oh, and see, they get into all the signs. And people, people are drawn to signs and wonders. 
And the thing that really changed a person is not what's working on the outside. It's working what's working on the inside. And if you don't have love, if you cannot love, and so God says, I'm going to open you up and let me show you what love is all about. Because you see, if you, if you understand my goodness and if you're walking in the light, then love should be one of the main things here. Our abilities are useless and futile until they will, they will fade away with the passion of time soon to be forgotten forever. This tragedy is because the major component that holds it all together is missing. What is it? Love. This world has this ability to imitate all of the above. But the true test is time and its lasting impact throughout eternity. You, you, know, you remember Moses and with the snakes? And you remember the, uh, Pharaoh had their snakes also? Whatever Moses came up with, Pharaoh magician came up with his. I imitation. See? And, and so the world can come up with all of these things. I don't know. I'm just, this, this is a, a very well-known name. Uh, but you probably know Mother Teresa. She does have done a lot of things. I don't know. All I, I want to know one thing. Out of all that she have done, and I mean she have done tremendous things, documented. But if she have not accepted Jesus Christ as her Savior, you can make her a saint, but she's still a sinner. Now, don't let your emotion get in the way, get in the way here. If she have not acknowledged that she is a sinner, that she could not save herself, and that only Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone, no one else, could save her, and ask God to forgive her of her sins through the blood of Jesus Christ, she believed that he, his death, burial, and resurrection, Lord, come into my life. If she believed that, have embraced that, and God have come into her life, then all the other things glorifies God. But if she's motivated by her compassion for those who are suffering and spent her whole life doing all of those things, it's nice, it's applaudable, you can put it on the media, but when it comes down to God, God looks up at the books and says, your name is not written. Well, Lord, let me show you my car. You know, you don't know who I am. Here's what I am. No, 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 no. Your name is not written in the book of life. Therefore, remember, he said, you should have read the other passage of scripture when it says, all of my of your works of righteousness is what? Filthy rags. So when we talk about this love, engage in the process, verse 4 through 7. So next thing we notice that when we talk about uh, uh, God is love, he says, okay, love engages in the process. Let's go through the process and maybe take some uh, uh, evaluation. Love is patient and kind. 
As a matter of fact, give your own self a, a test on that, you know. I'm patient and I'm kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing or, and rejoices with truth. Bears all things and believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. This is in the process. This is what love does. So when we break it down, the Paul describes how God's love interacts with the challenges and character builders in our life. One, patience, maintaining self-control. No, that word patience is because, you know, there's some folks who get on your last nerve. You know where they are. They can be at home. They can be on the job. You, when I even said, oh, last nerve, you know who they are. That name immediately popped up because you got a foul on them, okay? <laughs> kind, being sensitive to the needs of others. How, does, how is it that I can wrap up this kindness? When I recognize that everyone in this room is special to God, and I am to treat them with a sense of dignity. When I think that I am better than, then I have a problem. Love is kind. Love is not envious of the state or possession of others. Another person, uh, you, you pour your car in, and uh, you, you go to the garage off, they know you by name and everything else. Your, your car is, is patched up and everything else, and here's this beautiful car pulled right up next to you. And you wait till that car leaves before you go to yours because, uh, I mean, it looks that bad. And deep down in your soul, you say, wow, I wish I had that. And I saw this little cartoon. Let's see if I can remember the, 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 the projection of it. Where the person saw the other person and said, boy, that person has a car. And the other person was saying, I wish I had that. Then the person who was riding the bike said, boy, this guy has a car. I wish I had that. Then another person was walking. They said, wow, this guy have a bike. <laughs> I wish I had that. Another person was looking out of the hospital room and saw the person walking. I said, oh, God, if I can ever walk again, I wish I had that. You, you, you know, we, we keep looking at what others have. And they had that song, just think of his goodness to you. If, 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 I can, if I can go to a hospital and walk out of it, I say, praise the Lord, I'm walking out of it. Because I'm, I'm walking away from folks who can't. I might not feel as good as the other, but at least I'm walking out of it. We get into the comparison game of, of, I want something better than. 
And Paul says, I have learned to be content. In whatever state I'm in, to be content. That, that if God bless me with much, praise the Lord. I'll learn how to share it and everything else. If you bless me with little, praise the Lord. At least I got the little. That puts me better than those who are starving to death or has nothing. And there are those who have nothing and they don't even have a home. They are refugees walking miles because of wars, carrying their children, their belongings, thousands of them, thousands. And guess who's not in there? You. Not envious. Not boastful. Avoiding comparisons and self-elevating words. You people. <laughs> what I got. And you are a few seconds from God just taken away from you. Just like that. And, and so, as we walk through this, it's God is love. Because love is not patient. I mean, love is patient and love is kind. It's not envious. It's not boastful. It goes on. Love always has the right attitude. What type of attitude? We talked about that earlier this morning. Not rude. Always avoiding negative thoughts, words, and actions. Are you free from that? Don't you have to answer this? You can bat your eye if you want to, but don't know. Two. Not irritable. Always filtering one's focused thoughts and words through God's filtering system. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, a good report, any virtue, any praise, what are you supposed to do? Think. What we think we become. So God says, I have given each one of you in the package of salvation, I have given you a new way of doing it. I've given you a filtering system, what it's called thinking. You got a negative person around you doing negative talking and everything else. Be careful, they're going to affect your thinking. I was sitting at the table and I was listening to these guys um, take the president down, talking about the president and everything else. And I chose to keep my mouth shut. I said nothing that would validate their comments as leaders of congregation. Dare you talk about what God had put into office? God knows whether the man, what he's a, he's a sinner. Well, God knows he's a sinner. Matter of fact, God created him. God loves him more than you ever know. Here's the question. Can you love? And don't dare leave the table. If you're going to talk about him, don't leave the table without praying for him. That cut the conversation down, wouldn't it? Now they start hating on you. Who do you think you are? See? Because you see, love is not irritable. Always filtering one's focused thoughts and words through God's filtering system. 
and go on. Not resentful, always evaluating his attitudes in every situation. If I find myself a resentful person, then don't blame what's happening on the outside. Check out what's happening on the inside. When we had when we had camp years ago, um, Jesse Reader, she had a little song called "Check Out Your Mind, Brother." Check out your mind, sister. You know, it's not all check, 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 check. You know, and then they say, "Check out your mind, brother." Check out your mind, sister. See, it talks about let God rule in your heart. If you do that, how can you have God? And say you love God and you are resentful. That poses a problem. And so, Lord, send us a hundred people in, but I won't deal with my resentment. I won't deal with my irritability. I won't deal with my rudeness. But send them in, Lord. And the Lord said, uh-uh. I'm going to send you out and clean you up. Then you bring them in. And by that time, there'll be a change in your life. Love always anticipates the best, but stands prepared for the worst. Bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things, endures all things. Let's read it together. Ready? Bears all things and 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 when you do that, and of course you can spend uh, no whole message on on each one of those. Let me just pull out just one of them just for a moment. You see the word hope. When the Lord went past the pool of Bethesda, and that man been there for 38 years, the man began to lose hope. Let's say he was there the 20th year. Went to the water. After a while, he says, what's the use of going to the water? The 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Still no change. He, 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 he lost. He's, he's still going through the actions. He's still in the right place. But something shut down on the inside. That the outside couldn't touch. Only God. And Jesus said, do you want to be healed? And his hope, his hope, his hope was gone. We give up on people. We see them go to the utmost, the extreme. And we say they're no good. They'll never change. I say, why do you say that? What is your burden of proof? 
Because scripture says to the utmost word. Don't ever give up hope. In whatever you're in, whatever situation you're in, whatever you're up against, don't ever give up hope. Well, I got you. you got the picture. Then let's go to the last one. Endeavor to stay the course. Verse 8 and 13. And it says this. Love what? Never ends. As for prophecy, they will what? pass away. For tongues they will cease. As knowledge will pass away. Question. Why is love superior to the other three entities that Paul mentioned? Love never ends. Prophecies, they will, will pass away. Tongues, they will cease. Knowledge will pass, pass away. Why is love superior to all of those? Here's the answer. Love is embedded into eternity. But the other three are time-sensitive, limited, and designed with an end in mind. Love will always go on. The others will has its end, and it's going to shut down. It's going to come to the, a dead-end street, and that's it. You, you won't need prophecy. You won't need tongues. You won't need knowledge. But what you knew in part, you'll know in full. But love, love is of God. And we become a part of God. And love endures forever. That's why I can hope on all things and believe in all things. That's why regardless of what people say, you can say it, but that does not shut me down. You know, you, you ever said, God said it, I believe in that cells. No, uh, God said it, that's it. Whether you believe it or not. So now faith Hope and love abide these three. The greatest of these is what? Love. Now, now it, it, it becomes another way now. Notice these three. Faith will finally be satisfied. Hope will finally be realized. Love will always be vibrant and alive. For an eternal perspective, greatness is valued by its established value and worth. So when we say, but the greatest of these, why is love the greatest? Because it has the highest value. You know, Karen and I, we have all these various uh, statues in the house. We don't worship them, you know, but these little statues in the house. But but we we have we have some that are are made by you know some very uh, well known individuals and those are quite expensive and those we value and we put in a certain place. Uh, the, the others you know you can go to dollar store and all these other things they're cute um, and uh, 
they'll fade, they'll fade away and all this other stuff. But these, the, the handiwork, the, the carving, I mean, just, you know what? It's greater than the others because it was handled by a master and not copied out for mass production. Greater is love. Why is that so great? Because you see, it says, this speaks of me and who I am. Love. You don't need hope then. You won't need faith. But you will experience my love throughout all of eternity. Let me say this in wrapping things up. When God chose you and saved you, I want, matter of fact, let me see if I can drive it home deeper. deeper. Repeat that to me. When God chose me and saved me, I have lost the right to have no say so. Don't have any say so ready. Listen, you don't have a say so. Paul says, what? Don't you know that you, you are bought with a price? We need to glorify God with our body because, you see, we don't have a say-so. God is saying, when I tell you to worship me on a certain day, and you know what? That's why when it comes down to on Sundays or whatever the case may be, Sundays is not whether I'm going to worship or not. It's a non-negotiable. It's not either or. Going to a baseball game and listen to church on the way to the baseball game, the Lord says, how are you playing me? I'm greater. I'm greater. You, you never, at any point, if you say you're mine, don't tell me you love me and you keep putting me second. That's why he says to the church, you don't love me anymore. When I do not become number one, because whatever you value, you put time, you put it in a certain position, you take care of it, you think about it, you talk about it. But the lower the value, the less the attention, the less the maintenance. And so God is saying, you don't have to say a word. Just watch how this day progress. And I want to ask you a question. Do you love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind? Because God is love. You put these three circles together. And you send your children, I don't care where they are, they will establish values because they say, God is light, this is how I'm going to walk. God is love, this is how I'm going to act and we interact. God is good, so regardless of what happens, I'm going to thank him anyway. Can you see how well equipped they would be?
They don't have to be deep theologians. They don't have to argue with anybody. They just know what they know about God. So one last thing then. How do I know that I love God? Answer, his love will be will reflected in our life. All that we do think and say, and all that we do think and say, the more we resist the toxic presence of sin and embrace the idea of a lifetime commitment. Sin is always there. You, it's going to fight you, saints. It is going to fight you day in and day out. Selfishness, that self-will, I don't want to do it. Jesus Christ said, and it wasn't sin at this point, but Jesus said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. But love said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And the Lord said, do you love me? I mean, really, do you love me? Then don't ask your friends, are you a nice person? Ask God. Search me, O Lord, and know my heart. Try me. To, to, so commitment to obeying God, the will of God, and only then will we really get to be free indeed. So we, we close on that note, and, uh, and that's why we want to make sure that we put it all on the altar. My prayer is that God will begin to speak to our hearts and we begin to... Um, Respond in a way that would be pleasing and honoring to him. So as we, we close and Liz come and we'll get to the uh, instruments, then she'll give the last song. And I want to I pray for you before we sing this last song. If you, find your, if you found yourself uh, kind of dragging your feet in this area, um, they're like, you know, they have a, a liver cleanse and all these other things. You think that there's a time for a little cleaning here? I, I would like to pray for you. Would you just say, that's, that's me. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. I would like to stand. This, you, that, you, that person, just stand and say, hey, I, I need that, that, uh, that heart cleanse this morning. Because I want to love God with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind. Why? Because God is love. If you're that person, will you stand? I would like to pray for you. I would like to pray for you. Based on that premise, there are a lot of things that can happen in and through your life. Father, how we look to you, thank you for the saints of God who are being honest with you in this whole area. Each one of us are in different states, and they recognize where they are. Thank you for your love and who you are, Lord. And I just pray for each one of us as we stand before you. And we say, search me, O God, and know my heart. And because we are children of a loving God, you expect us to reflect your love. Anything that keeps that from happening, Lord, we pray that you just bring it to our attention. Get us, Lord, to the point of confessing it, getting it out of our lives that we can really enjoy our walk with you. Thank you for what you're going to do. Great is your faithfulness. 
For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said.